0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Find your new ride at Kia McComb's all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Guests.
1: Hello?
2: Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear
1: this. What? What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll.
3: New England clam sugar. That's what I'm
4: talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself.
3: It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me it. A-
1: Welcome to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick, Mississippi's handyman. i are going to be here until 12 o'clock making all kinds of noise on this radio. Uh, making all, uh, telling you about fixing up your home and making it everything that it should be. Um, great autumn day that it is. A lot of football going on today. The weather's going to be Okay. You know, Eh, um, sometimes cloudy, sometimes not. I don't know. I came in. When I left, it was like cloudy. By the time I got here, it was, like, breaking up a little bit. So who knows what the weather's going to do. It's going to be okay, I think. At any rate, um, this is the Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. And um, phone calls wide open. You're welcome to call us anytime at 888-808-8637. That's our super talk call-in line. And our C Text Line is 601 879 Four three nine five. We'd love to have your text, uh, pictures of maybe a project you're doing or project you might need some help on. Um. I'm sure Lance will be happy to drop what he's doing and go out there and swing a hammer for you and help you any way you can. Uh, Lance, you just leave. You just go out any time and help him, huh?
5: Oh, yeah, Dev, just leave from here. I, I go out on site, yeah, uh, whether yeah. it's gardening, uh, political conversation, <laughs> sports, or handyman work. I did get to do the Ag Report yesterday. <laughs> that was my first and Whoa. had a blast with that. Dixon was on his annual meeting uh, in Kansas City, right. and Bob had to get to Tupelo to do the Madison Central playoff game. In which they won fourteen to twelve, and when Tupelo played Madison Central in the regular season, right. Tupelo beat Madison Central fourteen to twelve. Right. So it was one of those. But Bob came to me the day before and was like, "Hey, you want to?" Uh, uh, or earlier and said, "Hey, you want to do uh, the ag report?" I'm like, "Sure." I mean. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and so he gave <laughs> me the tutorial, and I, my head was just spinning. I was like, okay, and he goes, man, if you could do the Gallo show, you could do this. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah. man, I videoed and took notes and everything, and I kind of was a little nervous about it, so I went in, and you have one hour yeah. once the, the market closes, uh, the ag report side, and then you have one hour to re- get it all read, cut it up, package it up nicely and clean, right. write the music yeah. over, it, and then get it you know on air. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at, like, 2.15. I'm going, man, I've, I've got to get this done. <laughs> I was, and, I mean, I got it all done, but I, I, was, I was a little nervous. But when I listened to it, I was like, man, I can do better. But it was a first try. So I've had some fun. This week's what? been, you know, doing some – and then, you know, I can – uh, turn some knobs too, if you need me to. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't care what they are. It can be a just, knob for just, that or button, switch, slider, switches, knob. I got you. it's, no, we're it's right. like uh, airplane.
1: It, it, all it. the
5: bells, knobs, switches, and buttons just <laughs> what beeping all and buzzing. If I push <laughs> this button. <laughs> I will push this button. That's the way I feel sometimes. When <laughs> when Bob was giving me the tutorial, I'm like, well, what if I hit that? Well, you can hit it. It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> it's,
1: okay. Right. It's, it's okay. It's all. So 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 building in France blows up. We don't care. It's like, as long as you don't see it. Right? <laughs> right. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we just, uh, he's got a lot of butch, uh, buttons to push back there, and uh, m- most of the time he pushes the right buttons. <laughs> I know. I,
5: my hands, I have big fingers. Sometimes I'll miss, and you'll hear that, and i got to go, I'm sorry. You know
1: me. that big finger deal you just talked about? I have the hardest time texting an alphabet on my little screen on my phone because of my fingers are so darn fat.
5: Now, I have the same issue. I I, I don't think that uh I, I think they need an AI built for bigger fingers. <laughs> It should know, you know, yeah. by the size of the finger hitting the screen that it meant this, it not really, that.
1: Really. Because I get X's and Z's and stuff. Yeah, I put in stuff that yeah. the letter next to the letter I tried to put in all it goes in all the time. But um, I usually try to do the correction on and make them right, but that, not always. Yeah, I mean it just depends on <laughs> it dep- who you're texting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it depends on who you it, you.
5: You can I, always go, oops, spell mm, check. I didn't mean to. Blame do that. it on AI. <laughs> That's I think we're gonna get to that point, buddy, where we can go. Blame it on AI. It wasn't me. You know, I, I I typed it in the way I thought it. AI should have. You know, read my mind. We'll we'll get to that point where you know we can just say, "No, it wasn't me. It was it was the system." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid AI. I don't like it. No, I'm not either. I'm one of those. I like the. uh, I'm like you. Accountability.
1: I'm more of a face-to-face kind of person. When you get AI involved, it's like takes everything that we do, like through microphones and television and all that streaming, is great because it's still. A person or or a couple of people actually presenting something. AI is like, I mean, our imagination doesn't even come up with the stuff that it does. It's just it just blows me away.
5: Hey, I was watching. I, I had a free moment last week, and I turned on Amazon Prime. Wait, wait
1: a minute. Does anybody know that you had time off last week?
5: <laughs> right, yeah, it was just it was squeezing it in like at midnight. <laughs> okay. And I saw that there was a new South Park I had not seen a movie, <laughs> and and it was so apropos of this show. And I almost called you or texted. you. I'm like, man, it's like one in the morning. I can't. Yeah, I can't do this. And I forgot to let you know. You got to watch this because, and anybody that hadn't seen it, it's so cool because. You have all of the, uh, the parents of the town, right. okay? Stuff starts breaking in their houses, and, and uh, I can't remember which one's dad. The wife says, hey, you know, the, the handle on the oven is loose. And he's like, okay, I'll go fix it. Well, he goes in there, and he can't fix it. So he calls the handyman, and the handyman shows up. And he goes, well, I don't have the part. Got to go down to the Home Depot and get it. And uh, he goes, okay, well, good. How long is it going to take you to get this fixed? And he's like, well, I got another job over here where this guy's, uh, you know, he paid me double. And the guy's like, well, I'll give you $50 right now if you'll just feed. He goes, well, no, this guy's giving me 500 So he leaves. And so weeks go by, and the, the handyman, there's only two in town, In about a week time period, because everybody thinks AI can do everything. Now they don't know how to do anything. So the two handymen in town are now the richest people in town. So they take their money instead of you know doing things like building houses and fixing stuff. Right. They build rockets and go to space. <laughs> and it is just absolutely the fun. And so at the end, like nobody knows how to fix anything. Nothing gets fixed. And they go, well, AI, you know, AI can't do that for you. Somebody, you got to call to come
1: fix something, you you, call fix something.
5: or you got to tune into this show and learn how to fix yeah. stuff
1: well the world actually is turning a little bit in that direction where fewer and fewer <laughs> people really know how to do simple home repairs and it's getting to the point where we're getting this generation that's beginning to say look at themselves in the mirror and go I really need to know how to you know whatever it is fix that stove or to, or, or to fix that table or to, to build that deck or whatever and learn it and and this generation is learning that kind of thing and it really it's so very helpful because there's so much on the the computer and on radio and just people talking you through different situations can help you so very much so it's this is beginning to take place there is so most of the handymen have taken their space ships and
5: going yeah. it was so funny i i, I laughed I, fa- I found it to be one of those um Paradoxes that you know is coming. It, 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 <laughs> you just don't you don't know how. Because if you don't know how to fix something, there's obviously supply and demand. Where yeah. the the labor supply there's not going to be enough of it. Demand for that you know labor is going to be very high. That causes prices to go sure. up extraordinarily. And then you're trying to you're spending five hundred dollars to put a handle back on a microwave. Right. when And you could you probably will just throw it away and go buy a new microwave. Right. Well, that's not the you know we don't that's, want it. That's you know, it, things shouldn't be disposable like that. They they shouldn't not at all. But the Cost to fix them because we don't have anyone that can fix stuff anymore. Has gone out the roof.
1: Uh, it's going crazy. People, and then, then the people who come sometimes aren't qualified to do the job. But but lately, there's been more qualified people, and I think the the school system from early on, right up through before they end their K twelve uh, before the graduation. They begin to understand some of the things that we kind of got a hold of, or or I did anyway, because I had shop class, and that was, they don't call it shop class anymore. They call it, a, let's see, technical training or something like that, A technical, uh, I have it written down somewhere, the exact words that they use, but it's some sort of thing where schools are beginning to realize that they are not just preparing all of their students to go to a four-year college and get a degree that they're actually preparing their students for life and what a unique concept i mean preparing your students for life that means knowing how to handle a checkbook it means knowing how to do the simple things like change a light bulb or, or maybe you know wow there's so many simple things that people can do but they just they've not done them their whole life and they have it's like a learning process all from the beginning but there is a good group of people that begin to learn how to do a, a, a lot of good things out there and and proud of every every one of them and they're doing a really good job simple things like putting on your shower head people look at it and go well, my shower head, I've tried cleaning it, and I've tried everything, and I really need a new shower head on there. Well, clean, putting on a new shower head isn't all that difficult. First thing you need to do is you need to shut off the water at the knobs with the handles and just completely have the water completely shut off, and then you lay a towel or a plastic cover over your pipe that comes out of the wall it comes out of the wall at 90 degrees and then it goes like to a 45 degree and then on the end of it is screwed on a shower head well what you do is you drop a rag on top of that pipe and you take a pair of vice grips or or even a uh, uh, adjustable pliers and hold that pipe from twisting because that pipe itself is also threaded into an outlet inside the wall that you can't get to so you really don't want that pipe to move you hold that pipe very still and then a lot of shower heads can actually be screwed off by hand because they are just absolutely screwed on. And sometimes it does take another tool to do that. And adjustable pliers go up to such a wide grip on them sometimes if you have the right type that you can actually get a hold of that shower head, undo it, and then while you're holding that pipe still and it doesn't turn at all, undo your shower head. Completely clean the threads, clean them, clean them with, you know, maybe a... a a a, a wash rag or or if they're really dirty just clean just clean them just absolutely as best you can Uh, and if any kind of uh, water mineral has built up on them get rid of that as well Uh, vinegar does a good job in doing that to get them as clean as they possibly can be and then wrap it two or three times with uh what they call teflon tape teflon tape is a, a white tape that's uh it's used just for plumbing pr- uh, purposes, and uh, it, it can be put on there very easily. And then you thread the new head by holding the pipe in place, holding the feed pipe in place, and thread the new shower head on as you do it. And a lot of times, hand tight is just about tight enough. Maybe you want to take a little twist with the adjustable pliers and make it just a little bit tighter so it won't leak, but uh, it's it, that's pretty much all there is to changing a shower head out and um, it's an easy project. Um, It's also important I think that uh, while you're doing that that you line the bottom of your uh, shower floor or your tub floor and particularly cover the drain so that if you happen to drop anything whether it be the shower head that's coming off or a new shower head or a screw or a bolt or something, you don't damage your tub, and it does not sink down, sneak down your drain. And before you know it, you don't have the parts that you need because they're down the drain somewhere. Well, that's, it's easy to do, uh, and uh, you can install a shower head. It's something that almost anybody can do. Well, I think even Lance could do it. Yes,
5: I could. I wouldn't be able to do it blindfolded, but I could pull it off. There you, you probably do it one hand. Top, when when you. you know you're good, when you can put the blindfold on and do it. Yeah. yeah. We, you and I need to do that on a few little projects <laughs> to see, just to see. i see how bad it is
2: when I finish <laughs> versus you.
1: Let's build something with blindfolded on. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> serious. Like a little challenge. Let's see. I can wire, feel, wire something blindfolded. I can depend on these tools, but
5: how am I going to read my tape measure? <laughs> Got to feel it out. It okay, feels like an inch. I'm not sure. It feels that.
1: like. <laughs> yeah, really, uh, tape measures are not, uh, they're not raised letters, so nope. you can't really, uh, it's real smooth when you grab a tape measure, it's really not like the way you need it to be. But anyway, anybody can change a shower and, and it can it can be done and make your life a whole lot easier by doing something do you, like that.
5: Do you remember that stuff called DD7 that they would, you would dump in a bucket and they'd say, take your blinds and take your curtains and take your shower head or whatever and just put it in this bucket and all of that stuff will come off of it. You know, especially no. the shower head has all the limestone in it. Yeah. And this was like an 80s thing. I remember it was DD7. And he'd pour a little thing in, and, and then you swish it around in a bucket, and then they would put something super, super dirty. <laughs> Or terribly, and all of a sudden, wing, It was like the, the magic material. You D, know, you DD7. I wonder what, what DD7 was. I, I don't, I'm sure they've repackaged it or it's still around. <laughs> Some, somebody, <laughs> yeah. one of our listeners, is going to remember that. But it was <laughs> awesome because you just put a little in there, swish it around, and wing! Hey, and if, you know, if you're out there and
1: you're listening and you know what DD7 is, text us and tell us yeah, about oh, it. Text, great. text line is 601 What
5: would you do, use for, in today's uh, uh, materials, to clean a shot? Shower head, though, If you pop it off, you like your shower head, you want to see
1: if you can get all the junk out, what would you use? Well, first, shower heads generally can be cleaned in place and not be taken off by mm-hmm. placing a uh, plastic bag filled with white vinegar over the shower head and, and secure it at the top and left on there for 24 hours. The vinegar will get inside your shower head and dissolve all of the water minerals and build up tr- whatever in there. Uh, and if that doesn't work, then maybe a toothpick can actually pull, push out the holes of the shower head a little longer and then run the water again to see if that works. Now, if the shower head has to come off to get cleaned, the best way to do it is, like I just explained, with a, uh, a, a rag on top of your uh, feed hoe water uh, pipe and screw the shower head off and then soak the shower head overnight in a bucket filled with white vinegar. Just for twenty-four hours at least, and and clean it just absolutely thoroughly, and then put it back on. Uh, but uh, again, a lot of shower heads are adjustable, and they have different you know type of uh, you sprays that you can get a, a, a rain, or you can get a, 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 a spout of water, or you can get just a dribble, whatever you want. Uh, and matter of fact, nowadays. A, an expensive shower has multiple heads on it, probably two or three heads that do different things, and they work pretty well so. Um, but that's just pretty much how you clean a shower head off.
5: When I get when I hit the big time one day, and I hope I'm young enough <laughs> me, to enjoy. It. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> let
1: you know. Yeah,
5: um, but I want to do one of those walk-in showers, like the 42 heads of shower. You got the one above you and hitting you at every angle. I've been in a couple of those, not yeah. you know personally taking a shower in them, but they look like I would live there. Yeah, you know, just
1: bring bring your food in, ready to go, chill out. I don't know how many years ago, was it was. About maybe 20 years ago, they started really making. The bathroom, a, a great place to be, whereas before it used to be just a functional space. I'm
5: waiting to see somebody have like a, a like a George Foreman hamburger maker and a microwave <laughs> and a little mini fridge. So yeah, I just live in here. I stay uh, here. I, I bed. <laughs> I mean, they're
6: huge
1: and beautiful now. What do I need the rest of the house for? I, yeah, I, mean, I got my bath you. suite. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show, buddy. Slow here okay, you rock and roll handyman uh, at the MCEF Studios. Going to take a short break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't you go away. Be right back.
7: superior it's more than a name it's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality u.s farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant your family reunion or on your dinner table hey this is steve azar and i want to let you know that with superior catfish you know the next bite is as good as the first time after time made possible by your friends and neighbors here in mississippi remember there's catfish then there is superior catfish
9: This is House Call for Health. November is National Lung Cancer Awareness Month. The American Association for Cancer Research says lung cancer is the most common cause of cancer death in the United States. It accounts for more than the next two most deadly types of cancer for men, prostate and colorectal combined, and breast cancer for women. The AACR says smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer. Other causes include secondhand smoke, family history, exposure to asbestos, arsenic or soot, even being treated with radiation therapy to the chest area. President Biden recently released a proclamation for the month saying, we honor the resilient people who have faced this diagnosis, the loved ones who rallied to their side, and the medical professionals who do all they can to help patients survive and heal. For more information, you can go to aacr.org. Or for more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health Elise Lisa Brady, Fox News.
1: Securing America.
6: America's security interests and concerns are intertwined in multiple international conflicts, including in Israel and Ukraine. And many are hesitant for the U.S. to continue providing aid to those countries. But Republican Congressman Michael McCall of Texas, the chair of the House Foreign Relations Committee, offered this opinion Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation.
10: The world is on fire from where I sit. Uh, it is too, uh, you know, urgent. Uh, we can't sit back and do nothing.
6: McCall also spoke about the president's proposed package, which would also send funds to Taiwan and the U.S. southern border, saying Israeli
10: leadership has told him it needed the funding yesterday. Ukraine needed it yesterday. Uh, the border for certainly needed it yesterday. And we know that Chairman Xi is threatening Taiwan and the Pacific. President Biden is set to meet with Xi
6: this week in California. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News.
1: Keyboard or so deep. It sounds great. I, I just love that part of the song. That's heart. Love them. Hi, right, handyman show. Uh, Ray from Clinton texted in a, a message while we were talking about cleaning shower heads and cleaning. He said uh, CLR works really well as a cleaner, and it really does. CLR is a good. Uh, it's a water deposit. Dissolver and it really it helps As a matter of fact. It'll, it'll get rid of the ring around your toilet pretty well CLR is really good stuff. So thank you, Ray. I appreciate you sending that in and I appreciate you listening too.
5: So you liked the uh, you like the Magic Man uh, that we didn't hear the whole thing, but I love that instrumental section in there with the synthesizer, the bass.
1: And Man,
5: it's so perfect. There's
1: so much going on in there. Oh, and, it is, and it's like it's wonderful, wonderful.
5: Stuff. Take that little segment out of the whole song and just listen. It's amazing. I
1: yeah. remember the first time I think I was in Meridian, Mississippi, and I was in a somebody's van, and they had a eight track tape yeah. of. Uh, Heart's uh, first uh, mm-hmm. release, I was like blown away. It was so good.
5: Well, and then the the bumper out. I you know I love the movie The Warriors, yeah. old school. You know, yeah. way back. One of James Remar's first, but a great kind of indie flick. Great music in it too. Yeah, yeah. But that's one of the great. You know, that uh, Wash in the City song. I love every time. You watch that movie and that song pops. I'm like, it just kind of gives you chill
1: bumps. Strangely yeah. enough, I was watching some television last night and and ended up watching Joe Walsh sing that song th- all the way through. Oh, cool. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm like,
3: oh, wow,
5: appar- what yeah, a coincidence. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> that's strange. Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah,
1: really. All right. Well, believe it or not, this is The Handyman Show. We're going to make your house a little better and a little easier to take care of. A lot of people have uh, Masonite siding wrapped around their house and... And for a period of time, Masonite siding was the go-to for for siding houses. Uh, and after a period of time, people began to realize that it probably wasn't the best thing to wrap your house with. Now, many houses are still wrapped with Masonite siding, including mine, because uh, Masonite siding has, was very popular, and it came in a lot of different uh, type styles. A lot of those styles are not available today, if any at all is available today. I'm not sure, uh, but uh, there's only a few styles available today. But the reason I brought this up is because on the bottom row of most Masonite siding houses, the bottom row gets begins to decay, or the weed whacker gets a hold of it, and the, the, the actual skin coat, the skim coat on the front is actually disappearing, and nothing but masonite is is getting moist and getting and falling apart. Well, the solution to that in my thinking is first off, take all of the loose masonite that's on the bottom rung only off if you can, rub it with a brush and get rid of it. And then prime it with some stain kill primer and prime it really really well so that it won't absorb moisture anymore. And then from trim board, from a horizontal trim board, no, I'm sorry, vertical trim board, a 1x4 trim board on the side of your house or the 1x6, whatever it is, what you do is you take a piece of 1x4 and run it right across the bottom on top of that damaged piece of uh, a masonite siding. And before you put that trim board up, of course, you cut it to size. You get it where it'll fit like you want it to fit. And then you need to prime it on all sides, just absolutely prime it, and then before you apply it, attach some uh, construction adhesive to the back of it, and then it applies to the masonite siding, and basically, yeah, you can use a power nailer, maybe a finish nailer to, to, to finish it up and get it on there and hold it really well, but the... Holding value is really going to come from the construction of these more than anything. So it's important that it's put on site. But using a power nailer with a, a brad nailer or something of that type or, or a finish nailer, that will give you a cleaner, tighter fit. And if you do this all around the house, then your masonite siding looks pretty good. Once you have that one by 4 up, it needs to be caulked on all the edges and all of the places where it meets the siding. And it needs to be painted, just just as well as the trim is painted, the same color. Uh, on my house, it's the same. The siding and the trim are the same color, so it's all white. Um, I, I decided white years ago because white is timeless, as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't fit in the fashion of everybody wants the house gray today. Everybody wants the house, you know, back in the day, everybody wanted their house a different color. Um, white was something that. You could do then, you can do now, you can do 10 years from now, and it's still going to look good. Because I'm I'm just, I'm one of those that really believes a whole lot in um, 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 form way before function. So that's why I kind of stuck with white pretty much through. But that'll make your masonite siding look pretty good and work for you and and, and does a good job. And, And it's really it's the way to handle your Masonite siding completely, you know, and it works. All right.
5: Hey, um, when, you're, when you're talking about siding, it's something that we've been working on on the cabin. And the old vinyl siding that sit, you know, it sits in the J-channel, basically, yeah. uh, I've seen and been looking at a lot of the newer versions of that from mm-hmm. the similar companies like CertainTeed, and, yeah. which there's a – I mean, it, it's like looking at colors yeah. at a Sherwin-Williams. Sure. There's so many options. But for – you know, if you're wanting to go with something different than the old horizontal uh, siding that, you know, goes, it looks like horizontal to the ground and right. in the grooves, uh, that, that cedar faux looks really good. I've seen it, and I didn't know how it applied, so I've kind of researched it a bit, but it, it looks like it sits in the same J-channel. It just isn't long sheets. It's more individual... You know, pieces that kind of overlap and interlay, kind of like flooring, I guess, and yeah. lock in. And I didn't know if you've had any experience with any of those, or, uh, but they, you know, it's something I've seen more of, especially um, you see in, uh, you know, um, uh, older craftsman homes that had like wood. The right. old, you know, the old wood kind of shingle look on the outside, sure. and you've I've seen, uh, especially say in Castle Woods and some of the seventies, eighties home that had the kind of craftsman look, and they right. replaced it with that. It looks
1: amazing. And it's, and it's vinyl. It's vinyl. Yeah, it, See, it looks just like cedar too. The right? only vinyl I'm really familiar with is the the horizontal type siding that's like a lap siding or. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 I've been blown away with this stuff. It's amazing. Huh. i'll I'll send
5: you over in the break a little pic, and you know, but it's something that I didn't know if we've had any of our listeners that have used it and and because you know it's not as you don't see it as much yet, but right. you can kind of see it coming sure. a little bit. And I didn't know if y'all had, had any experience with it. Sure. Uh, the application process, if it's uh, 10 times more laborious. Yeah. Or does it, you know, does it actually lack the warping you get some on the longer sheets? And right. But I, that was, I've done a lot of research, and I'm very impressed with those. But, again, I would love for some of our listeners that have had some experience, maybe new construction or going back. Send us pictures. Back. Love send us see it, yeah.
1: Send us your application. Please, Please do. You know, we want to see some of that. Um... I'm, I'm vinyl isn't quite as big in Mississippi as it is in a lot of the nation uh, states in the nation because of the weather because uh, Like Lance re- referred to a little earlier, you may get some warping if it's not done perfectly correctly And I know vinyl is supposed to be hung and not nailed and then so also supposed to be able to expand and contract and sometimes an installer will just cut a piece a little bit too long, and it won't expand and contract enough, and maybe it can warp and so. But most new houses that I've seen have vinyl siding on three sides, and on the front they'll use like a hardy plank. Uh,
5: finish. Now that, I've seen that a like lot. My, my mom had a place in Charlotte, and everything was hardy plank up there. Yeah, Beautifully done. It's almost chair-railed with, uh, I don't know what you call that exactly, where the, the, you, you have your a brick up about three feet, right. and then you have the hardy uh, wood right. siding that it, it really looks good, but I just sent you what we were just talking about to your phone, it's good. Uh, so you'll be able to take a look. But
1: good. yeah, I, I definitely want to say, Hardy is some good stuff. Hardy fiber cement board is really what it is. Hardy is a brand name, but uh, everybody knows it as Hardy Plank, and it's such a great, great, t- timeless kind of. It's going to last forever. It's not going to decay. It's not going to rot. Uh, it holds paint so much better than regular wood does. Um, it's not affected by the moisture content. And, it, and just hardy, hardy plank is really good stuff. And it'd be gotten just about anywhere. And nowadays, you can actually order hardy plank in specific colors, for you want you you want yours like this particular yellow, or you want yours this particular uh, green. They'll send it to you. They'll send you a, as much as you want. Most places will get it that for you. So, Hardy plank is, is a good thing to have. All right, um, moving on a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about caulking. Caulking is a good product. It seals air infiltration. Uh, it, it feels, seals cracks in driveways, it seals leaks, uh, tra- cracks and mortar around all the trim, around all your doors and windows, uh, and the standard is like a 10 ounce tube of caulking with a caulking gun, and uh, the more you caulk, the better you get at it. And there are many devices out there that will actually smooth out a caulking bead. Uh, and those devices, those devices are really pretty darn good. They do a good job in making caulking look like it belongs where you put it. But somebody who's been caulking for years and knows how knows how to do it pretty much will lay that bead down anyway and it'll look great. Just, just leave it alone, just put it in. And the very most, I've seen some professionals will wet their finger. In their mouth and actually run a little bit over the caulking just to lay it down just a little bit more or to sink it in a little bit more and it works extremely well but caulking is a good product Uh, uh, colors and types there's there's so much available and the last thing you want to do is use a silicone caulking a non-paintable silicone caulking to like around your doors and windows and all of a sudden you're not able to paint that caulking the same color as your trim or your walls, and that can create major, major problems. Uh, I think caulking around doors and windows, a great acrylic latex caulking is fine for that purpose, and that's what it was made for. Latex caulking is easy to use, it's easy to clean up, and um, it's paintable as well, and I think that's important too. Uh caulking, uh, silicone caulking definitely has its use, it really does, but uh, uh, around doors and windows is, and sealing them is not one of them. Um, so caulking, yeah, caulking is a great product. Um, I don't think people use it as much as they need to when they walk around the house and they don't fill all the gaps and spaces, well, you need to start doing that walk around the house and start filling the spaces and gaps with caulking uh, and you can find caulking just any any big box home center revel hardware store anywhere at all caulking is readily available hey let me tell you a little about revel hardware store great hardware store, Rebel. Uh, many stores in the sound of my voice. Uh, we had uh, Paxton Rooks on last week and was talking about Rebel and some of the specials they're doing for the holidays. And uh, they're open all hours of the day from 7 in the morning till 6 at night. And on on weekends, some of the locations are open later than that. Uh, many, many stores here in the central Mississippi area and service. Believe me, they do service just About as good as anybody, better than most. Uh, Customer service is what you're going to get at Revel Ace Hardware. Great hardware store, has all the hardware you'll ever need. They have an outdoor power equipment center that just, it's next to none, their outdoor power equipment center. They have gravely zero turn mowers and, 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 and skill weed whackers and uh, you name it they've got quality 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 equipment as well as trailers to pull it out with uh they'll sell you a trailer they'll sell you a zero turn they'll sell you a whatever you need to do what you work with revel has it go see my friends at revel ace hardware tell you, you heard about them right here Handyman show on Super Talk, Mississippi, and uh we'll be happy that uh you went to Revel and, and check you'll be happy too that you went to Revel and checked it out because they are that good. Uh Revel really knows what's going on. Good good company. Good company. All right. Um oh, the time to change and talk about something else now. Most of us keep our Christmas decorations up in the attic.
11: Hmm
1: a lot of us do uh maybe even a a a, a faux tree cup kept up in the attic uh, which a lot of people now are going to uh, artificial trees as opposed to real trees um real trees are great they really are great and they do smell wonderful but there's more maintenance and more mess with a real tree involved than there would be with a, an artificial tree and nowadays they're making artificial trees look so good they really are but at any rate you go up in the attic and you get your your Christmas gear down, and you realize that, gosh, my attic stairway is really, really rickety. Well, all that is is a matter of tightening up the nuts and bolts and the screws on all of your attic stairways. And every Christmas when you get your decorations down, you should do that. Even if it feels as though it's not rickety at this point in time, it will get that way so it's a good idea to tighten up all the nuts and bolts and screws on that and make your attic stairway everything that it should be hey you're listening to the rock and roll handyman show right here at the mcef studios as the mississippi construction education foundation about to take a short break don't you go away we'll be back with more of the handyman show in just a moment
11: a Minute with Howard Kurtz. The pundits and prognosticators are going haywire over the decision by Democratic Senator Joe Manchin not to seek re-election next year. It increases the chances the Democrats will lose control of the Senate, although if Manchin had run, it's likely he would have lost to a popular Republican governor of West Virginia. Nor is he ruling out an independent presidential run, and he could hook up with No Labels, a group that would be able to get him ballot access in most of of the states. Now you have well-known right-leaning commentators like Ben Dominich of The Spectator and Ross Douthat in the New York Times urging Manchin to run, saying he could fill a void, a, a hunger for a candidate other than Donald Trump or Joe Biden. At the same time, Manchin, who's tangled frequently with the Biden administration, may just flirt with the idea before passing it up.
0: With your media minute, Howie Kurtz, Fox News.
10: fox on film
2: i'm ann carrick the marvel's taking first place at the weekend box office with 47 million dollars in north american ticket sales despite a huge opening weekend it's a far cry from other marvel debuts the marvel's opening more than 100 million dollars less than its predecessor 2019's captain marvel a first for a marvel sequel whatever it takes we destroyed thanos but it's not over.
5: My work is inevitable.
2: Universal Pictures' Five Nights at Freddy's falls to second place, with $9 million in its third weekend of release. In the 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom.
3: Hello?
2: They never found them. Taylor Swift's The Heiress Tour rounds out the top three, the concert film pulling in $5.9 million in its fifth weekend. Ann Carrick, Fox News.
3: Wasn't very
11: large. There was just enough room to cram the drums in the corner over by the Dodge. It was a '54 with a mashed-up door and a cheesy little lamp. With a sign on the front said "Fender Jam" and a second-hand guitar. It was a Stratocaster with a whammy bar. We
4: could
11: jam in the garage. My mom was screaming and his dad was mad
7: We was playing the same old song
10: What'd you do that, Lance, Maybe in the I... production room? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: That's one of my Frank Zappa cuts. I love Frank.
7: <laughs>
1: it was a it was a straddle castle yeah, with a whammy, whammy bar. <laughs> and
5: then he got the and playing sounds like Wham. one one chord going wow 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 wow
1: That's a Zappa song, huh? Yeah, yeah. I hadn't heard Joe's that. Garage. <laughs> love it. Yeah, and then the too. one
5: before that, a lot of people may not they might have heard the song. You know, shame 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 on you if you can't dance too. That's a, a band called Shirley and Company. Sure. And so I I didn't know much about that. I knew the song, but I had it in my head. I I don't know where I heard it again. And I'm like, Shirley and Company,
1: who's that? I I have to tell you the truth. This is the first time I'd heard it,
5: (laughs) knowingly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I finally was like, who is that? And I looked at it, I'm like, Shirley and Company, okay. The things you learn doing this job. Well,
1: isn't it great that you just, I I think it's good that you're doing things that are are different right now rather than doing the same old, same old, same old bumper in and out and just gets kind of tiring doing this yeah same
5: well time. and it's fun i enjoy doing it and i i, learn, I mean I, working with Paul every day you know he has <laughs> such a great and diverse and vast taste in music as right. you do and yep. Nelly does as well sure so it's really fun getting to work with all three of y'all in that regard because each has uh you know things that they enjoy right and and then filling that out Paul comes up with some i mean off the wall I mean he'll blow my mind on a on a bumper i'm like where did you find that oh man I've had that for 20 years you know? <laughs> yeah. so i mean it is fun and finding things like that and, and being able to share them.
1: Yeah, really. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Well, no good, no good. I have to, I have to go see, come see Paul one morning. I haven't seen him in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. I know Paul pretty well. I haven't seen him in a long time. All right. Um, well, let's see. Years ago, houses were built with the technology that we had at the time. Well... We've done a lot to that technology to make today's houses a much better environment to live in and Part of what I'm talking about is like removing the lead from paint, you know, that seems like um, It seems like a no-brainer, but but it took some time to do that one because Paint was a much better product with the lead in it. It would actually coat and cover a whole lot better. It would do a better job than paint would without it. But the lead was not healthy for us, uh, and it's not a good thing to have around, not a good thing to breathe. So they began to remove all the lead from paint, and then slowly they're removing all of the oil or alkides from paint. Now, they haven't done that quite yet, but they have in some states uh, where just latex paint is available. And they are doing a lot of research and development on uh, latex paints, and they've gotten so much more durable and and and, and time lasting than, than they ever have been before. So today's technology, with uh, we, uh, we 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 remove the lead, uh, and we remove many of the outgassing uh, glues and and and. There was so much outgassing happening in a house when paneling was putting, being put up. The glues that they used the, to laminate the paneling together were outgassing. Uh, not healthy stuff, uh, a lot of carpets are outgassing, not healthy uh, stuff. But we're beginning to make houses with less outgassing today. A less uh, harmful fumes and a better better air now, in the same thinking, we're making houses a lot tighter today than we ever were before, and so therefore they're not breathing or cleaning out the air quite as well so we are we've got better heating and air cleaning units, but we also have uh, filters that clean the air a whole lot better we also have uh, the uh, 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 black lights that help clean a whole lot better. There's a lot of technology going into making indoor air a lot cleaner than it has been in the past few years. And that technology is coming on pretty quickly. People are beginning to understand how important it is. I mean, years ago, 20 years ago, could you go into anybody's house and not smell cigarette smoke somewhere? mm I doubt it. But you can today. Uh, you can today uh, because pretty much a lot of people, if there is a smoker in the house, they make that person go outside and smoke. And that's great. That's a good thing. Don't smoke in the house. Uh, and, and smoking is just not a good thing anyway, uh, in, in my opinion. But some people are just – that is uh, – an addiction so to say so to speak and it's something they're stuck on and they, they've got to get over it. but then and they will after a period of time i don't want to get onto that a lot <laughs> no i'm not jumping into that clan. i, I can of worms for sure but uh r&d is making homes a lot safer today and they are a lot better also it's important today that we make houses stronger than they ever have been before now there 's so many different ways to do that, certainly, a way is with using hurricane straps everywhere, not just on the foundation and not just to hold the roof to those side side walls, but use them everywhere on the house uh, you 're probably going to spend three or four hundred dollars on uh, hurricane straps, but it 's really short money compared to the the advantage you 'll have by using hurricane straps and getting that much stronger of a house. So it's important that we get our houses as strong as they can be. Now, in my thinking, one of the strongest houses available is one made out of ICFs. That's Insulated Concrete Forms. And some of the advantages, it provides peace of mind for the homeowners knowing their home is built to last because it is built to last. It offers top-to-bottom protection, uh, protecting your home and your house, Uh, safeguards your investment because there's so much. And on top of that, it's much more energy efficient, uh, and it's more sustainable. It's not going to decay. Uh, It lowers the ownership cost of a home because all the utilities will be going down, and everything will get a little... Plus, you're safe in a disaster in a home that's been built properly with ICFs. ICFs build a strong, strong home. And on top of that, it improves the marketability of your home because here you have a house that's built out of ICFs, and it looks just like the house across the street that is not built out of ICFs. Was there a cost difference? If any at all, it was very, very, very little. And now with the astronomical increase in the cost of housing ICFs are pretty much equal and it's not going to cost you any more to build an ICF house to than it is to build a regular stick built house now to build an ICF house you need to be aware of certain things how they're done and how your contractor is going to work and the best way to get that information is to contact the Mississippi Concrete Association And uh, they'll be happy to send you the stuff that you need to really understand uh, ICFs and how they build and how they are building being built around many houses insulated concrete forms, I mean Joel Waters runs the uh, Concrete Association, and, and, and he really—he has built his house out of insulated concrete forms, and it is absolutely gorgeous. His utility bill is next to null. Uh, his safety factor is is sky high. He's way up there, doing extremely well, and. Uh, Great, great house, strong house, too. So ICFs, I think, is the way to go in the future, and we'll talk more about that. Right now, we're going to take a little break. We've got some news coming up with uh, Fox National and uh, some local news coming up, and then we're coming back with a little music segment. So don't you go away. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman show here at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy, your Rock and Roll Handyman. Be back in just a few minutes.
3: I'm a and I'm feeling fine Love is so confusing, there's no peace of mind If I fear I'm losing you
5: My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. It has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up.
0: Discover
7: the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Super
0: Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today we have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in america ben shapiro brutally breaking down the issues of the day from
2: politics to pop culture we take a look at all of it so don't
0: miss out weeknights at nine for something new and unique in talk radio take a listen to the ben shapiro show on super talk mississippi fox on Tech
4: we've told you about the marvels of elon Musk's starlink the spacex project to fill the sky with satellites that can deliver high-speed internet service to anywhere on the planet starlink has been operating already in ukraine as a way for emergency communications to happen even with the destruction of ground-based internet infrastructure musk even courted controversy by agreeing to provide emergency internet in gaza though he later clarified he'd make sure he wasn't allowing terrorists to use it. But Musk now has competition in the space-based Internet space. Jeff Bezos of Amazon fame has launched his first round of test satellites for Project Kuiper, named after the ring of objects beyond the solar system. Amazon reports the satellites are controlling their orbit and working just as designed. Some operational satellites could begin testing the service next year. With Fox on Tech... I'm Eben Brown, Fox News. I'm Paul Stevens. Some sorely needed fuel
8: now being allowed to enter Gaza. Israeli
2: officials say it will be used to support the war-torn region's water and sewage system, which is reportedly on the brink of collapsing. About 140,000 liters of fuel will be delivered to Gaza every 48 hours.
8: Fox's Marianne Rafferty. U.N. officials are now warning also about mass dehydration and malnutrition in Gaza, along with the growing food shortage. An investigation underway by federal investigators at the scene of a commuter train crash in Chicago. In a couple of weeks, we will issue a preliminary report. That preliminary
2: report will only contain the factual information. It will not include analysis.
8: NTSB Chairwoman Jennifer homendi Thursday's crash injured more than three dozen people. America's listening to Fox News. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The city of Jackson has issued yet another request for proposals for a new solid waste collection contract. Jackson officials released a new RFP one week after Mayor Antar Lumumba gave his approval of the city council's request. Lumumba explained that the RFP will make trash collection services more expensive for Jackson residents. The RFP that we issue will have cost being the most significant factor because our residents cannot afford for us to levy this unfortunate tax on them for this routine service that they need. Lamumba added that he'll continue to push for the selection of the cheapest contract. Throughout all of this, the only loyalty that I have expressed is a loyalty to price. The only loyalty I have expressed is to finding how do we have garbage collection at a cost that our residents can afford
7: superior it's more than a name it's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality u.s farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant your family reunion or on your dinner table hey this is steve azar and i want to let you know that with superior catfish you know the next bite is as good as the first time after time made possible by your friends and neighbors here in mississippi remember there's catfish and then there is superior catfish
3: As it gets closer to Christmas, MDOT wants to spread a little extra holiday cheer on state highways. Tuesday, they started accepting submissions for holiday messages. They could end up on the digital message boards you see as you drive around the Magnolia State. These 12 days of messages will revolve around Christmas-themed movies, songs, and characters. However, any local emergency messages and traffic updates automatically override these scheduled messages on the DMS boards. The winning messages will be displayed starting Thursday, December 14th. Drivers will see a new holiday-themed safety message each day, with the final one posted December 25th. The last day to submit your messages is Wednesday, November 30th. If you're interested in submitting some messages, you can find all the details on how to do it at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
9: This is House Call for Health. November is National Lung Cancer Awareness Month. The American Association for Cancer Research says lung cancer is the most common cause of cancer death in the United States. It accounts for more than the next two most deadly types of cancer for men, prostate and colorectal combined, and breast cancer for women. The AACR says smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer. Other causes include secondhand smoke, family history, exposure to asbestos, arsenic or soot, or even being treated with radiation therapy to the chest area. President Biden recently released a proclamation for the month saying, we honor the resilient people who have faced this diagnosis, the loved ones who rallied to their side, and the medical professionals who do all they can to help patients survive and heal. For more information, you can go to aacr.org. Or for more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health on Lisa Brady, Fox News.
2: Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear
1: this. What? What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New
4: England, clam sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better, yeah. Mister.
3: It's rock and roll, brother, and we're...
10: It's
1: time for the music segment right here in the Handyman Show. We do it each and every Saturday. We talk a little bit about music, and today I just I thought it was time that we talked a little bit about soul music. Soul music was a, it was a very very popular big thing at one time, I and mean, it's still a uh, pretty popular big thing, even though some of it has changed, but some of it still remains. Uh, I think they call it classic soul nowadays or something, but it, it's fantastic music. And some of the things that came out of soul were just absolutely phenomenal. But uh, soul, the, the term soul is, has connotations of uh, of uh, African-American, African pride, and of also of 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 culture uh, so the soul music is a a reflection of African pride and culture, so to speak, and it has really given a, a whole different flavor to music because it's, it just makes such a big difference Artists artist like james Brown made such an impact on society uh because I mean james Brown was like wow he would he would do things on stage that nobody else would do and yet he did it so professionally and so well and and, and just amazing to watch but uh james brown was uh, was quite quite the uh, artist for sure uh, but motown really was started by uh barry gordy barry gordy and it was started in 1959 called tamla Records and uh, Tamla was taken over in 1960 by uh, it was was called Motown and was really uh, at that point in time they had a house band called the Funk Brothers, and the Funk Brothers were just like The studio band that played most of the studio music, for all the people that played between 1959 and 1972, they played on things like My Girl, and I Heard It Through the Grapevine, and (laughs) Baby Love, and uh, Sign, Sealed and Delivered, and I'm Yours, and Papa Was a Rolling Stone, and Tears of a Clown, and Heat Wave. I mean, the Funk Brothers played on just everything you've heard pretty much was the Funk Brothers up until... uh, well, let's say 1972, and then they moved to L.A., and we've got a whole other story to to tell you about that in just a minute about who was the house band and uh, who did most of the music back then. But I think it's time we listened to some music and, and heard what's going on with... What are we talking about with, with soul music? What is some of it? Uh, some of it going on right now? Hey, uh, uh, let's, let's just play some for us let's...
7: It was a one-room shack. to slept in our chair beside me. We hardly had enough food or room to sleep. It was hard times. Needed something to ease my troubled Listen, my father didn't know the meaning of
11: work.
1: It just goes on. It's, it's so good. The, the music. Where I grew up in New England, we somehow didn't have the effect that blues has had on a lot of the southern people around. And it did touch some people up there, but not nearly as much as soul music. Soul music had a big, big, big place, Uh, and when I was playing... Regularly back in the late 60s and early 70s, we always would add some soul to what we were doing And uh, I've told this before one time we went to a place and we were playing in a club in Maine And uh, there was a group there uh, All guys that played nothing but the Supremes And it was tremendous. It was absolutely tremendous because the songs were so so good But in 1972 Motown moved to LA and uh, the house band was a band called The Wrecking Crew. And uh, I know many people are, are familiar with who The Wrecking The Wrecking Crew, there's been so many people involved in The Wrecking Crew that they're all professional, just absolutely studio musicians that never miss a lick. And how that's done... I, I've, I've been playing guitar since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, and I still... I have to sometimes... I'll, I'll have two or three songs that I do just to see if I can do them all the way through. They're all instrumentals, just to see if I can play them without making a mistake. And sometimes I'll go three times without playing it without a mistake, and then the third time I'll get it right. But uh, it's it's hard. I mean, studio musicians get it right most time first take. Uh, I mean, look at somebody like... Uh, Wow, there's just so many people that do so well as far as studio musicians. But the Wrecking Crew was the music behind many, many, many great groups like Diana Ross and the Supremes and Smokey Robinson and Stevie Wonder and the Temptations and the Four Tops, and Marvin Gaye uh, Michael Jackson the Commodores, Gladys Knight and the Pips, and of course James Brown. But all of their... They all had road bands but they also used the studio band to do most of the work because The studios were so expensive at that point in time that it wouldn't do to have your regular road band in there and have to make uh, 10 takes on something that you can get done in two. Um, So that's why the studio musicians became so very, very, very... uh, necessary for people to actually uh, do what they needed to do. But soul music has affected many, many, many people. And like I said, where I grew up, people really, really either got into soul big time, or they just went into just regular rock and roll, just straight ahead rock and roll, like Aerosmith and, and, and people like that. But soul music has a nationwide, a worldwide popularity. uh, And to watch a soul group work is so different because they would incorporate choreography, uh, and you'd see that in a lot of James Brown uh, videos, uh, a choreography, uh, and, and the group would be moved, they'd be dressed alike, they'd be dressed in very nice, very, very expensive, nice clothing. So soul music definitely had it, it's 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 mark and and it still has its mark today it's it's an amazing type music it happens all the time and it's something i think we need to listen matter of fact right here in this market area we have a lot of soul type stations where you can get and listen to music and throughout the state i'm sure there's some as well uh that really play soul music and play it it's really great to listen to and then there's the artists who've gotten kind of uh, they've got a touch of that soul in their in their in their body in their system, and it comes out in their music somehow. Even though they don't do soul music, you can just feel the music still coming at you. Yeah, what are you, Lance?
5: Oh no, I was just I was fascinated. Always had been by the Wrecking Crew. Oh. you know what an interesting uh, group, loosely confederated. Uh, of session musicians that just blow the top off of anything they do. Of anything they and, do. And, you know, Phil Spector used them so much, and, and what a, a legend he was. Right. The Wall of Sound and some sure. of the bands that they backed for that didn't, they didn't really get credit for, like Cher and no. uh, the Sinatras. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it's a, a long, the Mamas and the Papas, Fifth Dimension. Even uh, playing in Seven in for the Birds and, sure. and Bob Dylan. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. How how many uh, bands and acts they are the sound for that they, they, they didn't really they, ever they get any credit and,
1: and and how how many people can name people that were in the wrecking and, crew and I didn't even know Doctor John was in the wrecking crew Yeah, there's a few people that we know that yeah. were in that crew like like Glenn Campbell was mm-hmm. part of the wrecking Glenn crew Glenn Campbell was in that uh-huh. but
5: what a what a crew I mean and oh, yeah, they, they I think one of the names they they used uh, at times early was the Click Yeah and then uh, what was it the first call gang
1: Yeah I <laughs> call these guys <laughs> first Yeah don't call
5: anybody else well,
1: and the beauty of that is they can sit down and tune their guitar and oh man, put the the arrangement in front of them and play the
5: song like it's better than it could be. Yeah, and they're classically in jazz trained most all of them yeah. in, in jazz and classics, and so that that probably uh, served them very well to be so
1: uh, yes. skilled in the proficiencies. Yes, yes. Uh, and then and ad lib. And then the strange thing, the strange quirk that came out of nowhere was the the natural musician who had all that in mm-hmm. his brain any or in her brain anyway the the training and all of the studying was already there yeah uh, a gift from from God who knows well, where it came from and, and I've studied enough music theory
5: to to be an idiot to know what to read <laughs> but when you, you combine something like jazz then let's go back get up over dumber that. every time let's, i get, Let's go back and go over that again <laughs> yeah I, I feel like i get dumber every time I, man did i just forget everything but you know the you take a classical learning a classical Guitar, classical piano, it's very structured and you stick to exactness. Whereas in jazz, it's exactly the opposite (laughs) playing the same (laughs) chords, notes, and and, you know, it's just amazing to me how you can take that classical training and then break from it, still go back to it with that proficiency, but also be able to play in much more of an organic and ad lib fashion like jazz and so most of these guys were dually trained in both of that
1: most of the most of the wrecking crew and the funk brothers could do that type of thing could play just just anything and it wouldn't matter it wouldn't matter they could pay they could play a a a beethoven song and do it very well and make you interested in listening to it and they were that good and the and believe me Whoever is listening to us, I'm sure has heard one of those two groups one time, at least one or two times in their lives.
5: Well, and I, as I've said many times on on the shows, uh, my first truck was the hunting truck, and yeah. it was a '76 Chevy, four x four, little short wheelbase. I, I can't yeah. remember how many drive shafts I dropped out of that <laughs> trying to get it into second from first, or you know, my dad's like, "No, no, no, don't use low," and so I finally learned that. But it had a old eight track in it, and that was that had a radio in the eight track, right. And uh, a big bench seat with a shotgun you know, right under it, and uh, but underneath that there were three, you know, two or three eight tracks, yeah. and so that was my lesson in soul. We had two, two, I think there was three total. I think there was two uh, Cool in the Gang and one Sly in the Family Stone. Sure. So at fifteen, I didn't know who these guys were, right. so I just jammed that thing into the eight track, jiggle it a little bit, and it would turn come on, and you turn it on. <laughs> And I was blown away at at, at Cool the Gang and Sly and the Family Stone. It was not like anything I'd ever really yeah, heard. Yeah, the sound
1: coming out of the speakers is just like is like yeah. nothing you've ever. So heard So that before.
5: turned me on to soul at that age, you right. know, around fourteen or fifteen. And having those eight tracks when we bought the truck, they were in it.
3: <laughs> so I,
5: I don't think my, you know, I don't think we <clears> bought
1: those. They were they were there. I had a truck about like that, uh, and it was an old forestry truck. It was it was that dark green, and it was one they sold off after they a little bit. And it was a short-base GMC uh, Cheyenne, probably. Uh, probably. So it, I, I, it was three-speed, was it yeah, yeah, on the th- floor? was on the, the floor. Mine was on the floor. Mine on the, mine been, all right. It was on the floor as well. Mine was, too. I remember it now. And I used that truck forever. Forever,
5: they don't make them like that anymore. I see restored Broncos and Chevys, yeah. um, and and those, tra- the Cheyennes, and, and I'm just so envious of people that have those. I mean, really? so if, if guys, if y'all have any of those handyman type projects out there where you've restored a '69 Bronco or a Blazer, see it. I grew up with those. I loved <laughs> them. I, they want to see. They, it. they were huge when you were little. You look yeah. at them like that's the biggest thing I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> but uh, there, man, you'll <laughs> see them on the roads, and I, I really even the old Bronco. To the old sawed off, it's the truck back. Right. We had one of those that was restored, and uh,
1: I love that thing. A little, it was choppy, yep. <laughs> it was, it was, choppy it was very choppy, but man, those were so cool. Well, uh, soul music has uh, the, the beauty of it is the like we were listening to that last song, um, uh, The Temptations, I believe, and some of the sounds that were coming out during that song were not just musical instruments. There was all sorts of things going on that we didn't even realize that were happening. Uh, just a million things all to make up what the producer wanted as a finished product, as his painting or as her painting to be done exactly the way they wanted it done with this part peeking in just a little bit and this part peeking in. And then maybe sprinkle a little magic on there that do we listen to? no but does it register with us yes somehow it does because there's some kind of magic sprinkled in there that that we just don't hear that the producer will put in and that and it can be as simple as simple as a cowbell added or a tambourine that maybe you don't even hear but it's going on and it's holding the beat Uh, 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 and
5: and they do a lot of that and I learned that they'll separate the musicians and put them in different areas and and record it you know uh, one studio versus the other and have a perfection of the sound they're looking for in that one room and then they multitask it basically and right. mix it down where right. you combine it all. And that we do a good bit of that in the production, but nothing at the quality that a producer you know, oh, yeah. put in Virgin yeah. Records or something. But uh, it's, it's really fascinating to, to get that little bit you're looking for. Yeah, it's just a that it's, little bit. It's, it's just,
1: it's not quite right yet. What, yeah. what can I do? And, and there's been days trying to find out that what not quite right yet. What's what do we do to fix it? it sometimes it takes days. Uh, sometimes it takes days to get things just the way they need to be, uh, so that they will be uh, really accepted uh, just by everybody. Uh, and, and that's the way a good music is really done, uh, whether it be rock or country or soul or bluegrass or I don't care uh, what you talk about, uh, blues, whatever. Uh, it's all got, got to be done professional. And then the artist take that a step further to the stage, and usually the road bands are pretty darn good.
5: Well you know when a lot of they used to record in stereo a lot more I think back in the older days and mm-hmm. and like now I think you can you know, because that would combine everything. That mixes everything down. And so if you, you know, you want to pull that apart to, to mono, right. then you're going to miss like the tambourine or the cymbal. Right. Or, right. So I think that was one of the reasons they started going to the, the, the room based production. You could record each in mono, I think, and you don't lose anything. And then, so it's inter- I'm not quite sure. I've been reading more about it as I produce more stuff. But yeah. it's uh, really cool, the, this, the technology behind sound.
1: Uh, it's just, uh, it, it doesn't end. It's no. like people, people are always researching the technology and trying. To make it more than it has been, and more than it will be uh, as time goes on, and uh, I think I think soul music is, has has a big impact on me. It had a big impact on you, I'm sure, and still has a major impact on many people. But uh, it's a music that's going to be around, has been around for a pretty good while, and um, I, I'm you know yeah, it's something we think hey yeah. But it's a great, great sound. I love soul music. Uh, We're going to do a little soul music on the outtake. Let's let's listen to uh, some soul. Some James Brown. James Brown.
7: But it wouldn't be nothing.
3: over the road, made me the train to carry the heavy load, made me the electrolyte.
8: Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all. Costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us.
0: Join us each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for the Word of Truth here on Super Talk Mississippi. That's the Word of Truth each Sunday at 7.30 a.m. on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station or online at supertalk.fm. 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 Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. Supertalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. Supertalk.fm.
6: Securing America America's security interests and concerns are intertwined in multiple international conflicts including in Israel and Ukraine and many are hesitant for the U.S. to continue providing aid to those countries. But Republican Congressman Michael McCall of Texas, the chair of the House Foreign Relations Committee offered this opinion Sunday on CBS's Face the Nation.
10: The world is on fire from where I sit. Uh, it is too, uh, you know, urgent. Uh, We can't Mm -hmm. sit back and do nothing.
6: McCall also spoke about the president's proposed package, which would also send funds to Taiwan and the U.S. southern border, saying Israeli leadership has told him it needed
10: the funding yesterday. Ukraine needed it yesterday. Uh, The border for certainly needed it yesterday. We know that Chairman Xi is threatening Taiwan and the Pacific.
6: President Biden is set to meet with Xi this week in California. Kevin Yuretsky, Fox News.
0: Get the news that matters to Mississippi on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Each weekday starting at 10 a.m., Gerard brings you a spirited debate on the key stories of the day with the newsmakers and powerful reporting on the issues you care about. Listen on your local Super Talk station or anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi and watch the show live on Ceasefire Channel 70, Super Talk TV and on the Super Talk Mississippi app. <laughs>
11: Media Minute with Howard Kurtz. The pundits and prognosticators are going haywire over the decision by Democratic Senator Joe Manchin not to seek re-election next year. It increases the chances the Democrats will lose control of the Senate, although if Manchin had run, it's likely he would have lost to a popular Republican governor of West Virginia. Nor is he ruling out an independent presidential run, and he could hook up with No Labels, a group that would be able to get him ballot access in most of the States. Now you have well-known right-leaning commentators like Ben Dominich of The Spectator and Ross Douthat in The New York Times urging Manchin to run, saying he could fill a void, a, a hunger for a candidate other than Donald Trump or Joe Biden. At the same time, Manchin, who's tangled frequently with the Biden administration, may just flirt with the idea before passing it up. With your Media Minute, Howie Kurtz, Fox News.
1: Thank Andy for sending us a, a message about uh, the, the soul segment we did. He said he was watching Ed Sullivan show years ago, and James Brown was doing a performance on that program. And at the end of the song, James Brown fell, looked like he fell flat on his face on the floor, and his cape came down on top of him. Well, Ed Sullivan thought that he actually fell and hurt himself. Next thing you know. James Rome popped up and said that was the end of his show, and that was part of his show. Uh, and Ed Sullivan was like, whoa. <laughs>
5: yeah, there was – I love uh, – I had several of those that
1: that I, I was uh, playing with on the
5: gifts, and it, one of them was – as he goes to the ground, and then the cape's over him, and then his boys come up to him and, like, check on him, (laughs) and then he jumps up and throws the cape off. That's the Ed Sullivan cut that I have that I was playing. So if you weren't catching it, Andy, on the video, uh, I did have that. So thank you. That was uh, the most memorable. uh, That I mean, every time you look at it, you're like, man, this guy. He is the ultimate.
1: uh, Just going to it, I've never been to a James Brown show, but I imagine it was an experience. You know it would have
5: been. And, you know, my – I guess my familiarity with him more came as his resurgence. Yeah. When, you know, you get, you know, uh, America, he's in the Rocky movie, he's kind of come out of the the dark times of his life All and right. he's kind of hitting the ground running again. But man, the way he hit the scene before Right, the troubles happened. Yeah. You know, holy, and the feet on this guy—coolest I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hair of all time.
1: Look at his feet. Uh, look out Michael Jackson. You got nothing on James yeah, Brown. That,
5: that's what I, I mean. Michael Jackson, uh, granted, great musician. Yeah, I agree. Excellent footwork. I agree. But nobody could beat James Brown's
1: footwork. <laughs> Probably like you with a nail gun. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, unbelievable. All right. Well, we better get back to some handyman stuff. Now we've talked about music for like forty-five minutes. Uh, we, we we won't do that every week. We do some, Sometimes we get carried away, and we love it. Well,
5: and Andy threw us uh, th- uh, a good, yeah. Yeah, Andy threw, threw us opponent. a <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Thanks, Andy. We appreciate it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do indeed. All right. Um, Wet and Forget is a great product, and a lot of people have talked about Wet and Forget and look up Wet and Forget, but what you need to know is Wet and Forget is available in different type applications for different type purposes uh there's a wet and forget that's made from removing algae from roofs that's the Dark marks on roofs that are caused by mildew and mold and algae. Well, Wet and Forget has a product that can remove that, but it's very different than a lot of their Wet and Forget. You need to ask specifically for that type of product, a a Wet and Forget that will remove algae from your roof. And they will uh, matter of fact, if you go to somebody like Revel Hardware Store. They'll give you the Wet and Forget you absolutely need. There's just it just to go to a store and buy wet and forget and think it's a do all. Uh, it's it's a good product for sure, but uh, but wet and forget just there's certain areas in which certain types of wet and forget work better than others. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Well, and just, you say you know you 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 say uh, wet it and forget it. That always throws me back to
5: Ron Popeil. And the set it and forget it rotisserie chicken, the same guy that had this hair, sp- you know, the spray hair in a can. No, I don't. You yet. don't remember any? No. Oh my God, man! The best, best commercials, infomercials of all time. Really? Yeah. Go look at Ron Popeil and watch the set it and forget it rotisserie chicken, and then go to the. It's called uh, um. Uh, Ron Popeil, uh, he actually back in like shows the hair in a can where you just spray it on your bald spot. I need it. You're you're fine. I remember sitting behind a guy at a football game that when this stuff came out in like the 80s, and I'm going, what in the world is that on his head? It was that stuff. it's like spray can hair. It's hilarious. But go watch Ron Popeil. Get the biggest kick out of those. Lance, com- you might watch too much TV. Well, I mean, you know, I have, I have fun with. It. I mean, commercials of the old days were amazing. Yeah, I mean, the the, yeah. the humor in them. It was there. We don't have humor
1: anymore. It's all serious and pharmaceuticals. There's a lot of Uh, pharmaceuticals. Talking about commercials, there's, you know, I generally mute them, but from time to time, a commercial will come along that'll be really a good commercial, even in this day and age. They're rare, but when you see a good one, it's like, I can't wait to see that again. Yeah,
5: and you know, the, uh, one of my favorites was the Underalls commercial when you know, the lady walking down the street in her in her dress and it, you know, there's no cling or anything and you the bling bling Underalls, you know, no panty line. And you're like, you couldn't get away with that stuff today on the on the commercial. They are so colorful. I mean, you know, there's uh, some fun there.
1: <laughs> really?
5: Yeah, and I mean, you would actually watch the commercial.
1: Going, yeah, I,
5: I like that.
1: It makes a difference, that's for sure. All right. Um handyman stuff well let's talk about sliding patio doors uh there are a lot of people that had houses built oh i don't 50s 60s 70s and they all had aluminum patio doors sliders in them and the sliders were great entrances into the back they didn't take up much room they're very very practical Um uh, Problems they had at first when they first came out the slider is it wasn't tempered glass So that means when the glass broke it would cut into little shards of almost like knife shards It would it would be very dangerous They realized that any door that has glass in it now is tempered and tempered glass won't turn into shards shards of glass when it's broken it'll turn into little beads and little crystals of glass so that was one improvement they made on the sliding patio doors but the aluminum patio door most people want to replace today with a hinged door and that will work yes indeed that will work fine the problem is most patio doors were the rough opening on a patio on a six foot patio door was six foot by uh, six foot eight Uh, and very simply that was the rough opening whereas on a wooden patio door instead of being six foot which is 72 inches on a wooden patio door would be seventy four and a half and on the height would be a like uh, close to eighty um... 82 i'm sorry eighty two be but nowadays you can order a patio door that can really do a fantastic job, save the space that a door would use in taking up that area that you're going to use and and make the door be very tight you would it would just about stop outside air it would stop outside noise it's generally speaking now you will get insulated glass you will get a high degree of low e glass uh, and The frame is no longer aluminum is not the way to go a good patio door is a vinyl patio door a Better patio door is a fiberglass patio door The fiberglass patio door is going to cost a little bit more than the vinyl patio door Eh, You know a good bit more, but it's worth it. It's not a cost more It's investing more it's because once you put up a fiberglass patio door It's just such a great, great door. Uh, You can stand inside a fiberglass patio door, and you don't hear wind noise. You, you, You can't feel the sun can be shining directly on you and with the proper type glass in it. You don't feel any heat build up so yes you can replace that sliding patio door and not have to worry about changing your rough opening at all because the newer patio doors fit the same rough opening as the older patio doors so the change out is not that difficult and it really can make your house a whole lot easier to live in because you have a sliding door at this point as opposed to a hinge door which can actually take up a lot of space in a smaller home and a lot of people that live in smaller homes would rather have a patio door that can actually do the trick and so the new patio doors I really think are the way to go and I don't think you'll find those uh, in the racks at a big box home center I think you'll have to go to a specialty door and window shop and talk to them about that and they will tell you what's available what's what you know because you can take you can go all the way up to the top you can go to the I mean to the top of the heap and get the best patio door out there uh, or you can get a, a great Fiberglass patio door for a medium price which has grain glass and it works very very well So I really think it's it's time to look at those aluminum patio doors and think that Maybe that's where I need to make my na- next major Investment in making this house everything that it should be because that will absolutely do it So uh it'll help you a whole lot. All right Well um I was. uh, I had to go to my son's house yesterday, and at his house, there's a lot of a lot of of the farmhouse furniture I built is at his house. (laughs) Don't ask me why. I can't can't explain that. I don't. uh, Matter of fact, that my daughters have some, and they're all over the place. But at any rate, on a lot of his farmhouse furniture that I made, I've always used that homemade stain that I talk I've talked about before, and. Some of it is like five, six years old. It still looks great this day and age. And that homemade stain is something that's made out of white vinegar, steel wool. That's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, that, all you do is you take like, a, a mason jar, and you put two pads of steel wool in there. And I think it's better to use a four- or 3 out steel wool in there to do it. And then you pour in white vinegar, And you don't quite seal it. You want it to breathe just a little bit and put it up for like three or four days and let that. What happens is the pads, the steel wool starts rusting a little bit and that amber color gets into your uh, white vinegar quite a bit. And after it sets for about three days, you kind of mix it up a little bit and then strain it. Take the take the pads of steel wool out and just discard them, and then you strain it the uh, the the liquid and all of the metal of the wool the steel wool that has come undone and is floating around in the liquid is going to get caught in the strain like a paint strainer works really well in doing this by the way, Uh, and then you have a clear it's not clear it's an amber color stain in front of you. Well, what you do it once you have that. You're not done yet. You need to seal it up and put it up again on the shelf for a couple of three days and let it change some more. And then once it comes out, it's finally ready to apply. And it applies like water. It looks like nothing is happening. And it takes maybe a long time for this chemical reaction to take place, but it does strange things to the wood that regular stains don't do. Uh, Regular stains add beautiful color to, to wood for sure. But this homemade stain that I'm talking of Not only adds color to the wood, but will take and add highlights like red. It'll it'll hit some sap, and and that'll turn a different color. It'll hit some heart, and that'll turn a little different color. Uh, And everything in there is like there's a lot more color involved in that homemade stain, and having wood pop out and express itself as much as wood can look natural. It does. It's great, great product. So uh, I like that homemade stain out of uh, steel wool and white vinegar. It works extremely well, and it's something I think you'd be happy if you did. And, and it kind of makes you feel good to say that. Yeah, I, I made I made up that stain. Uh, no, no, it wasn't my idea. I didn't do that. I have to say I did not come up with this on my own. I did as uh, as Lance says i did some research <laughs> and uh, during that research a few years ago i came across this product that somebody had made themselves and 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 explained exactly how they did it and so i've been doing it since then and it's been nothing but extreme success and i always coat it with a clear polyurethane like uh, I want I don't I don't want a high gloss. I want a medium gloss or satin gloss on it And that it looks so good. Now, usually I'll put on a coat of polyurethane let it dry uh, Buff sand it with some 220 sandpaper wipe it down with a tack rag Then coat it again with some clear coat polyurethane sand it again with some 220 sandpaper Coat it again with some uh, polyurethane and maybe it depends on how the finish comes out. I might put a little sandpaper on it, just a little bit, and then just wipe it down with some uh, lemon oil and whatnot. And it looks great, and it'll last forever. And it, it just does look wonderful. It's the way to go. It's the way to make stain if you're going to do that. All right. Um, well, I th- I'm not sure. We haven't, we haven't booked them yet but we intend to book a a roofer we're going to have a roofer i think as a vip sponsor we're talking to them now and from everything that i can find out about them they do roofing correctly the way i would expect roofing to be done by just about anybody and uh, we'll talk about that more when we come back. We're going to take us a short break right now. And uh, we've got the Home Run the Handyman Show coming up here shortly. Uh, I want you to stick around for us. Uh, you're listening to the uh, Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy Slowick. Be back in the
10: minutes. Don't you go away.
2: I'm Ann Carrick. The Marvel's taking first place at the weekend box office with $47 million in North American ticket sales. Despite a huge opening weekend, it's a far cry from other Marvel debuts. The Marvel's opening more than $100 million less than its predecessor, 2019's Captain Marvel, a first for a Marvel sequel. Whatever it takes. We destroyed Thanos. But it's not over.
7: My work is inevitable.
2: Universal Pictures' Five Nights at Freddy's falls to second place, with $9 million in its third weekend of release. In the 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom.
3: Hello?
2: They never found them. Taylor Swift's The Heiress Tour rounds out the top three, the concert film pulling in $5.9 million in its fifth weekend. Ann Carrick, Fox News
4: Fox
1: on set.
4: We've told you about the marvels of Elon Musk's Starlink, the SpaceX project to fill the sky with satellites that can deliver high speed internet service to anywhere on the planet. Starlink has been operating already in Ukraine as a way for emergency communications to happen, even with the destruction of ground-based Internet infrastructure. Musk even courted controversy by agreeing to provide emergency Internet in Gaza, though he later clarified he'd make sure he wasn't allowing terrorists to use it. But Musk now has competition in the space-based Internet space. Jeff Bezos of Amazon fame has launched his first round of test satellites for Project Kuiper, named after the ring of objects beyond the solar system. Amazon reports the satellites are controlling their orbit and working just as designed. Some operational satellites could begin testing the service next year. With Fox on Tech, I'm Eben Brown, Fox News.
1: Show right here in Super Talk, Mississippi. Little talking heads for you. I Love c- I couldn't pull the name of that group together for the life of me, and yet I always like the talking heads because they're so different.
5: They're so out there, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you, when you want to just go off somewhere and like it's not what you're normally used to, but it, it's not. It always no. pulls you in, though. Yeah, I don't know it, what it is.
1: It's got, it's, it's got a hook to it somehow. It, it, there's it a it hook and gra- grabs you somehow. That right.
5: science of sound somewhere it somewhere, knows it's, it's, it's got
1: you. It's got you. This, this is good stuff. All right, um, when we left, we were talking about roofers and how I. <clears throat> Everybody knows, if they've listened to this show at all, that I really do think roofing needs to be done correctly, because so often it's not. Um, and even when it's not done correctly, it's hard to see some of the things that could, could be problems of the future, like uh, not enough nails and all that sort of, there's so many things that need to be done correctly. but. Uh, We've been I we found a roofer. I've been talking to a roofer. I I like the way they do jobs They've got very good references uh, and Pretty much from everything I can tell They do a roof the way I would say the roof should be done using ice and water shield and and removing all of the felt to look at the sheathing and changing the sheathing if necessary or any part of the sheathing that's necessary that's all so important to getting a good roof and the roofer that i have lined up uh, I hope they come on board. Uh, here I am yakking about them. They're not here yet. I'm not even going to tell you their name. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> because uh, I'm not going to share that until.
5: Yeah, no. Bob's like that until I'll ask him. Where'd you stop and get a burger on the ride home Friday night? Man, you know me. I got a burger, and then
1: I'll mess with. <laughs> he goes. I'm not giving any free
5: advertising
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, that's it. They're not going to happen. Uh, no. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say. What I'm thinking it's time to be quiet now. All right. Um, but they'll be here after a while. Uh, I think. I think we've got a handle on them pretty well and they're excited I talked to uh, both the the owner and everything and on top of that the owner is a uh, a a wounded vet from uh, a veteran so that hey maybe we caught them last week with the show who knows Uh, but at any rate I'm I'm glad they're uh, gonna be on board with us Atlas Foundation one of the better foundation companies around Atlas Foundation can take care of your slab foundation if you've got problems with it and with this kind of weather yeah, people are seeing a lot of foundation problems and really want to talk about them and find out what should be done about them. Well, Tony Arpino can answer your questions, uh, and will be happy to do that. And can also correct your problems if it comes to that, needing problems corrected. So that you, the biggest investment you have probably is your home. So. You definitely want to make sure it has a good foundation under it. That's very, very important. And if you're having problems with your foundation, you call Atlas, 800-256-1010. That's 800-256-1010. And you talk to Tony Arpino. You tell him you heard him on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show and that you'd like to have your your foundation looked at. Because you're just – some things about your slab just – don't seem right to you and you'd sure like to know if you're going to have problems in the future or if you have problems now. He'll correct them for you. Tony Apino, Alice Foundation, good company. Um happy to have them as the sponsors of this Sandy Man show. All right. Well, it's here. The colder weather is coming and it's it's coming for sure. And we're going to have, we're going to have, we're going to have, we're going to have well, uh, yes, th- Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving, right around the corner. Isn't it this week?
5: You're like me. I have to look at a a calendar. By the time you and I meet
1: again, we will have had Thanksgiving. Oh, I know what's happening. Um, (laughs) uh, Thanksgiving's not going to happen on Thanksgiving Day at my house because everybody's going to the Egg Bowl.
5: (laughs) Right. I cannot tell you how many people I've listened to over the last year going, why did they do this to me? But that's a historic, they did that that for a long time, and that was a lot of family stuff that people did. I remember uh, that being a you know big big event, so kind so. re, of okay. reignited it. Yeah. I mean, anytime you get people talking.
1: Neither hate you or love you. You're doing something right sometimes. Yeah, there you you go. Know, so. Just get him yeah That's all it that counts. <laughs> hate or love doesn't matter. Just, just, That's it's Rolling Stone publicity. Yeah. Even the bad is good. <laughs> yeah. In the
5: case of like that, you got people talking about the Egg Bowl. Uh, yeah. With a team that's uh, fired a coach and a team that doesn't have much playoff hope at all, right. uh, they have a chance to make oh Miss an Access Bowl. But you need other things to happen. So, you know, not a huge amount playing for other than pride. Right. But when you have it on Thanksgiving, man, you've created a lightning rod. Wow.
1: Wow. Well, we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner at my house on Saturday, which is, uh, I'll have to do the radio show, and then we're going to have it Saturday evening at my house. We'll do the, the, the uh, thanks, uh, Thanksgiving dinner at that point in time. But that doesn't mean that during Thanksgiving I won't be uh, extremely thankful, and I am every day for for just my existence and the fact that I'm here and thankful for Super Talk.
5: So you're not going to go to Starkville this weekend for or I mean for the uh, Egg Bowl on, uh, on on Thanksgiving Day. I won't be going no. Well, if you need a, if you want to come over and eat some uh, tasty victuals, you're you are invited wow. to the uh, to the family spread. Wow, so it will do it. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, uh, that's the day I have off. So I hope that's the day we're doing that. Um, but yeah.
1: So, you're welcome to uh, wh- come. You're invited. Uh, what's the station doing on Thursday?
5: I think we're doing a uh, be- best ofs best, on Thursday. Yes, so, okay. it'll be business as usual for most of the week. But, Thursday, yeah. we'll have some best ofs on. And, uh, but, we'll be bringing you the news and all the fun stuff and sports yeah. all through the week. And, and wishing all of you constantly through the week a happy keep Thanksgiving. On, and be on. careful on the roads yeah, out there. Really. Especially with the new dark time 30. Whew. And we've had a little dampness. Be yeah. careful. There yeah. Are a lot of people traveling out there
1: this yeah, week. Yeah, the roads are a lot slicker than what people think when they get a little bit wet for mm-hmm. the first time in a long time. Yeah, we
5: had not had a downpour. It's just been a little uh, little misty uh, mister. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, those, the oils on the road just get a little bit of water on them, and all of a sudden, slippery. All right. Uh one thing one, one more thing I want to talk about before we uh, head out, and uh, we did mention the weather's going to get colder, and as it gets colder, we need to make sure that we're buttoned up around the house as tight as we can, and that's like bib covers on your faucets outside. Well, it's a good time of year to put them on right now. You say, well, you know, it's not cold enough. Well, maybe not. So go around the house and put bib covers on the faucets that you don't use. There's probably one in the front of the house that you use a, a bit more than the rest of them. So cover the ones in back, and then the one in front, save it for when it starts getting really cold and have that bib cover ready to put on there. So that's the first thing you need to do. Second thing you need to do would be uh, make sure all your caulking is in good shape uh, and and change it if you have to. Take it out and replace it. or Whatever is necessary. Maybe you can caulk over the existing uh, whatever happens. Make sure your weather stripping is in good repair. Uh, I mean, pets can tear weather stripping up, but the good news is you can go to anywhere to buy that bubble-type weather stripping with some flanges on it. It slips into a, a groove in the floor. Frame in the door frame, and it slips in very easily, slips out very easily. Uh, The hardest part is getting it out after it's been in there for 10 years and been painted three or four times. That makes it a little difficult. Sometimes the weather stripping itself will split and break, but you're going to throw it away anyway. It's an older piece. Just get it all out. Uh, The newer weather stripping will go in relatively easily. Uh, It's just a matter of pressuring and getting it cut just right to the right... All of the weather stripping that is bubbled flange type is sold, I believe in eight foot sections and it's usually cut down to where you need a six eight door. And your cutting is very important. You don't want to cut it so that you leave like a half inch gap between the header. Piece of weather stripping and the bottom piece of weather stripping because that's air infiltration and you don't need air infiltration. Another thing you always need to look at is your threshold and the bottom of your door. Can you see light? Is there wind coming in? Is the air coming in underneath your door? Well, a lot of thresholds are adjustable they are they are they have four screws on them and some of them have those screws exposed where you can actually see them and they're made for raising and lowering the threshold other than that it's pretty easy just make sure your house is tight because it's getting cold all right listen listening to the handyman show at the mcef studios my name is buddy talk to you next week on the rock and roll handyman show
4: We're on our way to Boston to get some clam chow. Bye bye.
0: You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. What if the online information about your business is incorrect or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. STMM Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. E
9: This is House Call for Health. November is National Lung Cancer Awareness Month. The American Association for Cancer Research says lung cancer is the most common cause of cancer death in the United States. It accounts for more than the next two most deadly types of cancer for men, prostate and colorectal combined, and breast cancer for women. The AACR says smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer. Other causes include secondhand smoke, family history, exposure to asbestos, arsenic or soot, or even being treated with radiation therapy to the chest area. President Biden recently released a proclamation for the month saying, we honor the resilient people who have faced this diagnosis, the loved ones who rallied to their side, and the medical professionals who do all they can to help patients survive and heal. For more information, you can go to aacr.org. Or for more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, i Lisa Brady, Fox News.